Welcome to Keeping It Real in Business, hosted by Salma Ben-Kabu, the millennial business lawyer. She'll cover the legal must-knows for protecting your business and the lessons she has learned along the way. Hey guys, and welcome back to Keeping It Real in Business. This is episode number one of our Building a Foundation series, where we will discuss how to build your emotional foundation. The Building a Foundation series is perfect for those of you who are in the beginning stages of building their dream. We'll cover other foundations, of course, like legal, financial, and marketing in the next few episodes of this series, but I'm starting with this one because I think it's the most important. I genuinely believe that if you don't have what it takes mentally and emotionally, you will not make it in business. So I'm really proud of you for taking the time to really understand whether or not you have the emotional foundation to really start your business. This journey is really not easy. It is very emotionally taxing. It will test every emotion that you have. And it's really important to understand whether or not that foundation is set within yourself right now. It is a different mindset from that of being an employee. You are now going to become an entrepreneur and employer and you have to be innovative and you have to have the emotional stamina to really get you through the tough times. So, you know, in my experience as a business attorney, really the businesses that I have seen become successful and really make it through the toughest times are the ones that are run by business owners and entrepreneurs that are very emotionally stable and have really high EQ or emotional intelligence. So, you know, it's really important that you learn what are some of the factors that you need to understand and consider in building your emotional foundation to really set yourself up for success, right? So in the spirit of keeping it real, I really want you to keep it real with yourself, right? This is the time where you need to sit down with yourself and ask yourself those tough questions to really understand whether or not you're truly ready to embark on this difficult entrepreneurship journey. It's not easy. It's full of a lot of ups and downs, a lot of, you know, circles and all the way around. Some things you will understand, some things will make absolutely no sense. But if you have the right foundation for your emotional stability, essentially you will make it through, right? And that's the goal. So let's get into what does it really take to become um, emotionally stable enough to start a business? And what are some of the things that you really should be thinking about as you embark on this journey? So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, why are you even starting this business in the first place? I know that a lot of self-help books will say that you need to find your purpose, you need to figure out your why, but really you need to ask yourself and be honest with yourself. And this can be a conversation that you just have with yourself, right? So you're able to be yourself and you don't have to sound good or have that imposter syndrome. You know, some people start businesses just for the money, you know, and others really have a vision that's within their heart and their spirit. And they really want to be able to make this world a better place through their innovations. And they have solutions for our everyday problems problems, right? Whether you're on the side of, you know, I just want to make money or on the side of I want to make a difference, it's really important to understand which side you're on so that you understand the emotional stability that's going to be required of you to really be successful. So, you know, your why becomes really important when you're sitting there and you're broke, right? Let's be let's be honest here. When you embark on an entrepreneurship journey, it's a new journey that you may not know anything about. It may you might be the first person in your family to ever start a business and there's going to be a lot more questions than answers for you. And in understanding your why and being, you know, really solid on that and having a passion for what you do and a purpose greater than yourself on why you're doing what you're doing, 
The tough times of being broke and losing all of your investment, or some of you might be losing all of your retirement fund that you took out to start this business, or the money that you borrowed from your friends or, or family, or even from the bank or a lender, you know, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to get through that valley of losing all of all that your hard-earned money and on other people's money too. And your why is going to be what gets you through. Not knowing why or only doing it for money will essentially at that point cause you to quit. I mean, think about it. If you're doing something just for the money and you invest money to make money and you lose all that money, will it even make sense to you to keep going? Probably not, if money is your only motivation. But if you have a greater purpose, no matter how much you lose or gain, you're still going to be motivated by something greater than you and you're always gonna push through and become more innovative and creative in finding solutions for your business and to, to sustain it you know, for the long haul and definitely, hopefully. You know, your why also becomes important in how you communicate your ideas to investors, to your customers, or to your clients, right? How can you really convince someone that they need to purchase something or invest in your business if you don't even know why you're doing it in the first place, right? I mean, most investors are gonna ask why, what is the reason behind it? What is driving you to do what it is you're doing? Um, and if you cannot answer that and articulate it, you're more than likely going to lose them. So you don't wanna start out there, you know, going into commerce or meeting with people and sharing your idea, not really understanding why you're doing it you will essentially look foolish to an experienced entrepreneur and you will miss out on opportunities. Or if you're you know, not seeking investors, you will lose your customers or clients. So you know, your why is also important in building the goodwill of your business. And in building the goodwill of your business will also help you build a team that can buy into that goodwill, right? So we all know that as you grow in, in business, you definitely need a team to be able to do that. Um, you cannot do everything yourself. And in having a team and building a strong team, it really needs to be uh, communicated to them why it is that they're sacrificing their time to do what it is that they do. Anyone else can essentially provide them with a job opportunity where they're making money. But what makes your business different? What makes your company different? And why should they work for you and give you their all if you don't even know why you're doing what you're doing? So you really need to think about that in establishing the mission and the values of your company because that is essentially building your goodwill, which then in turn will increase the value of your trademarks, right? And of course, we'll talk about trademarks in the other series and, and other episodes. So if you're interested in that, I highly recommend that you go learn about that. But understanding the why and the foundation really starts that building block for your business and the structure for your business, not only from an emotional and business standpoint, but also from a legal standpoint. So now that you understand the importance of why and writing these things down and understanding whether or not these things really drive you and being honest with yourself is the money the most motivating factor and if that's the case you really need to dig a little bit more deeper or really understand that if you know you are in it just for the money let's say for example there's a lot of people that decide that they want to have a side hustle selling products on Amazon or you know something something small to that effect where it's not necessarily a vision or a desire within their hearts they're just looking to to make some extra cash there's nothing wrong with that as long as you understand that that's why you're in it so that you know when to get out 
So you're not going to spend your retirement fund starting an Amazon business that you don't necessarily care about, right? So I'm really talking about the people that are passionate about something. And money cannot be your motivating factor if you're genuinely passionate about doing something. And if money is the only thing you think about, I encourage you and challenge you to dig a little bit deeper because there's got to be something more there. You need for there to be something more because you will give up at the first first hurdle of losing all your money. I encourage you to dig deep and to really understand your why and to flesh it out. So the other things that you want to think about after you establish your why is how do I build and sustain my emotional intelligence to really be a successful business owner? A lot of times, you know, we may have read articles on emotional intelligence or, you know, what it all entails, but no one really, you know, explains on how it affects your business, right? And and the importance of having it as a business owner or as a leader of your business, make sure that you actually stay in business. You know, I want to challenge you in answering these questions. You know, do you have the emotional stability to hold yourself accountable, not only for your parts in the business, but the failures of your business? Or are you the type that's going to blame everything and everyone on why your business is not moving forward or why your business is failing, right? So that accountability aspect of EQ is really, really important. The faster you're able to hold yourself accountable, the faster you're able to pivot and fail forward. Um, If you are stuck in the victim mentality of blaming everything and everyone, you will not be able to find the solutions for your problems or for your failures. You are just stuck in victim mode and you're not able to tap into your creativity. Then you want to be able to answer if you're able to understand the needs of your target audience to provide those solutions or innovations through your product or through your services. Or, you know, are you going to be the type that's going to disregard what your target audience is feeling in pivoting or in enhancing or coming up with newer ideas. If you're not able to have empathy and understanding other people's emotions or feelings and how they engage with your product or service, you're not going to be able to successfully increase your sales in any capacity. You're going to miss the mark because you're disregarding what the target audience is saying because you're not even able to process it because you're not emotionally in tune with your target audience. So I know that sometimes people might think, you know, I'm just in it to sell products, but really some of the successful brands or the most successful brands that you've seen coming out of as of late in our generation as millennials have been the brands that have a social aspect, you know, connected to them. So that when we're buying these products, we're really understanding that, you know, we're solving problems that people are dealing with. Prime example of that is the Honest Company that was founded by Jessica Alba. As a a new mom, she found solutions for products that she's able to use for her children because she felt that the products that were already in the market were not safe. So she built her whole entire brand and, and her why on essentially making sure that these products that we are using are safe for children. And then eventually she expanded to, you know, the makeup arena and she saw where all of these certain types of products that are affecting our our day to day were not necessarily keeping the consumer in mind. So her ability to have the empathy to understand what our needs are really allowed her to build a successful brand. Another prime example of that is Rihanna with her Fenty makeup products. You know, she saw that there was a need in the world for makeup that was available for all skin shades and all skin colors, right? And she didn't understand why there wasn't makeup that was available for everyone. We're not just light, medium, and dark, right? We are a whole bunch of other skin tones all in between, which make, you know, the world beautiful and what makes us beautiful as a whole. 
So she saw an opportunity to serve a target audience that was disregarded for decades, right? So her having the empathy and emotional intelligence to understand the needs of the target audience allowed her to come up with a product that really resonates with her audience that she was able to sell out within a few hours, right? Uh, and her products are highly regarded in the makeup industry and she's built a successful business around that, right? So these are just a couple of examples for you to think about in, in understanding what it really means to have the empathy in knowing what the target audience is going to need and what type of product or service you need to build around that. Then the next thing you wanna be able to, to understand about yourself is, do you have the emotional maturity to handle disputes? And that can be disputes with you know vendors or contractors that you're entered into contractual transactions with, or your employees or your customers or clients. You know, there's a lot of PR scandals that are out there for the simple fact of the company missed the mark. So as a business attorney, a lot of times my work comes into managing emotions of my clients more so than actually doing the legal work. Um, believe it or not, one of the first analysis that I make when I meet with a potential client that's dealing with a dispute is whether or not they have the emotional maturity and stability to handle a lawsuit right? Um, and whether or not they have the emotional stability to make the best decisions for their business. As a business owner myself, I understand and I have the empathy to know what is the main priority for all businesses, you know, and that is, you know, essentially the bottom line and staying afloat. And understanding that and keeping that goal in mind, I'm able to better serve my clients and helping them make decisions that they might not even be aware of as an option. What I mean by that is, you know, sometimes you may have a contractual right from a legal perspective to pursue a legal right, but you also want to consider the business decision in making or exercising that legal right. Is this going to cause you a PR scandal if you go after, you know, a, a contractual a breach of contract case that you could easily resolve outside of court? Or are you just driven by your ego and all you want to do is prove a point? So my job is to help my clients understand the business damage from a PR perspective before you make a legal decision in how you pursue your legal rights. Now, obviously, if you're wronged and obviously if it makes sense from, you know, a bottom line perspective as well as from a, bu a business decision, then, yeah, absolutely, you know, you go and you fight for your rights. But if it doesn't make sense and it's only going to cost you a PR scandal, you know, because now in the digital age, essentially the reviews are the judge and the jury, right? There is no customer or client that's going to look at the, you know, the, the reviews and say, hmm, let me go look up the court's docket to see how this actually planned out and see who's actually telling the truth and who's lying, right? And in fact, if someone is doing that, you probably don't want them as a client anyway or a customer. So it's really important to understand, um, you know, the business decisions that you make in exercising your legal rights as well as in, you know, diffusing disputes. Uh, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've had business owners come to me that really just reacted emotionally from an immature standpoint, not realizing the legal impact it could have on their business, the PR impact it could have on their business. And a lot of times, you know, by the time they get to me for disputes, we're cleaning up and we're just trying to stop the bleeding. So if you have high emotional intelligence and understanding how to diffuse these disputes or in understanding how to choose a business attorney that's going to help you execute your business decisions, you know, utilizing their legal skills, then your, your business is essentially set to fail, right? It doesn't matter how profitable you are if you're going to lose all of your money in, in legal fees anyway.
right? So lastly, I do want you to be able to ask yourself if you have the emotional stability to deal with rejection and failures. Now, this is a big one um, as well. Reason being is because typically when you have an innovative idea, for the most part, no one is really going to to believe in it at first. I, I don't know why it's our human reaction to always push away things that are different or to be afraid of things that we've never seen before. But if you have an understanding of that, you're not able to easily be disregarded or take things personally when someone just doesn't understand what it is that you're trying to, to sell or what innovative idea that you may have. I can speak from personal experience. I remember when I was first starting out my practice, you know, my parents looked at me as if I had five heads and they couldn't understand why would I not be in a stable job and leave to be in an unstable situation. And to be quite honest with you, they were just concerned parents. It wasn't necessarily that they wanted something bad for me. They just wanted to make sure that I was making the best decision for myself and for my life, right? But I had the emotional intelligence to understand that I knew that I couldn't be successful working for someone. I knew that I wanted to practice law in a different way. I knew that I wanted to be able to have the freedom to make decisions that resonated with my morals and my values, and I didn't want them compromised because um, I have an employer over my head telling me what I can and can't do. So knowing that about myself, I knew that the only way that I would want to be uh, an attorney is if I did it my way. And that is how the idea of starting my practice and having a practice that's digital friendly and organized and systemized came about. It was really out of my heart's desire to serve people in a way that I felt in my heart was right. And I didn't want to have to prove that to someone or to explain that to someone else. I wanted the freedom to be able to do that and not feel like I need to worry about billable hours. And if I'm not meeting my billables, then my job is on the line. So. Understanding that allowed me to better deal with rejection or better deal with, you know, people not understanding why I was doing what I was doing and why I was starting it. And so for you, I, I would ask you whether or not you have the emotional stability to deal with that rejection, whether it's from a family member, a friend, investors, um, or an even esteemed investors that may think your idea is, is stupid, essentially, right? Or they might tell you this is never going to work. And a lot of times, you know, if we don't know our why and we don't know who we are, we might actually take their opinion and run with it. But we would not have the innovation that we have if everybody listened to others telling them no. Some of the greatest innovators have been those who dared to do something different, who dared to you know, achieve the impossible or what seemed as impossible at that time. So I really encourage you to fully develop your emotional stability to be able to handle that rejection if it ever does come up. And you know, if you have something great or innovative, I always say, more than likely is going to be rejected a hundred times. Now, when it comes to failures, these are inevitable in business. Um, so don't think for one second that you're gonna start a business and everything you do will be a success. That is not the case. Um, I don't care how much experience you have, you know, even when it comes to marketing, you have to test the market, right? And in testing the market, the only way you're gonna learn is by making mistakes. If I try this, I wonder how it's gonna work. Oh, that didn't work? Okay, let me try this. Having the emotional intelligence to understand not to take it personally and to really pivot forward and to, again, hold yourself accountable for maybe something that you may have done that you might need to do different. And also understanding that failures are just a redirection. So, you know, and it all goes back to your why. So if your why is founded upon, you know, your heart and your desires from within, then failures are really just a redirection. They're a spiritual guide is what I like to call them. But if your why is to make money, 
Every failure is going to be a big failure. Every failure you're going to take personally. And more than likely, it's going to take just one big failure and you're going to quit. So in understanding your emotional stability and you're developing or enhancing your emotional intelligence is really going to help you sustain your business. So I know that this is probably was a heavy episode and I know that it's very challenging for a lot of us to look within and to take the time to really develop our emotional foundation. But I really hope that most of you are now actually taking that time to do so if you've never done that before, right? So really take the time to look into the mirror and confront yourself with these hard truths and have that honest conversation with yourself, you know? And if you have some great friends around that can, that can you know, speak to you and, and hold you accountable and, and tell you the truth, you know, feel free to reach out to them and talk to them about these things to really be able to uh, understand yourself better and to know that you're making the, the right decision for you and you know and understanding that you're setting that foundation to really sustain yourself in this entrepreneurship journey you know the point of this episode was really not to point fingers or criticize or even discourage you from building your business but you know I really wanted to keep it real and point out the very real and raw truths about our emotions that are really required for business owners and this is not a step that you can skip I don't care what business plan you have. I don't care what marketing strategies you have. I don't care how much investors you have on board. If you do not have the emotional stability to sustain yourself, you will not make it. Um, And I have seen very large companies come crashing down based off of ego-driven decisions that were not founded on high EQ. Honestly, I really wish I had someone to tell me what I needed to, to really know about business and the importance of setting my emotional foundation before I started. I learned the hard way as I bumped my head. What I did have though was my why that has sustained me um, through all my ups and downs. And in having that why answered, you know, sometimes I have to ask that daily, to be honest with you. I mean, when things get tough and you really start to ask yourself, like, why am I doing this again? Even as you're making money, you know, even on my most successful days or months, sometimes I still have that tough conversation with myself as, is this even worth it? Like, why am I doing this again? And so having that why flushed out and, and being able to have that conversation with myself it centers me and it brings me back to the first day I started and why I even embarked on this journey to begin with and in doing so I've been able to to pivot and and sustain myself and and keep going so I genuinely believe that if an entrepreneur is deeply rooted in personal responsibility accountability resilience and you know high emotional intelligence there is really no limit to what they can achieve I have seen it firsthand Now, of course, this is not the end all be all for personality traits of a business, uh, you know, of a great business owner. But I do believe this is a wonderful place to start. I mean, this is really the, the foundation on which you need to build on and continue to build on. As a business owner, you will always need to learn how to adapt and change and grow as a person, not just for your business. I genuinely believe that if you don't grow as a person, neither will your business, right? So you have to be able to recognize that you're a work in progress always the work never stops so you know these deep dives are not a one-time thing you should really be having these deep dives at least once a month once a quarter some of us have them daily right Um, as i said to you before i know at least sometimes i do so 
Don't beat yourself up if you get into a rut. Just center, center yourself back into your why and work backwards from there. All right, guys, I hope this episode was really beneficial for you and that you took something away from it. If you like this episode, please be sure to leave us a five-star rating and drop a comment letting us know how it helped you. I really like to know. Also, I invite you to binge the other episodes in this series, which are available now, um, you know, where I talk about building your financial foundation, your legal foundation, as well as your marketing for your business uh, through social media. So it's really important to understand these other foundations as well. So thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you guys on the next one.